Hello there. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to Thriving Thursday. I am your host, Asaria de la Cruz, and today we have a special guest on. We have a Stephanie Zambrano here with us today, my Puerto Rican Boricua sister. Um, So we had a Stephanie on um, and she shared on worship. And so in this podcast, we're going to be sharing a little bit about singleness. Any single ladies out there? Single ladies. Anyways, welcome. And um, if this is your first time here, we just like discussing a little bit of everything. Um, we input a little bit of our biblical perspective, but um, all topics from music and art to relationships, friendships, um, worship, just everything is going to be discussed here. So, welcome. Um, without further ado, Steph. Hey. Hey. So you already introduced yourself in the last mm-hmm. episode. Yes. Um, but I guess we're going to get a little more personal with it today. Um, okay. So currently you are in a relationship. I am. Right. Beautiful one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love you guys together. So Stephanie is dating Bryson Bates. Whoop, whoop. So Bryson is who I had on um, when he shared on Dapper Soul and his music and just his journey. Um, so anyways, Steph, how about you open with, um, I guess, just yourself as far as relationships go um, and open up with that area or however you want to open up. Yeah. So um, it's probably like a little weird that we're talking about singleness <laughs> and we're both in very lovely, happy relationships. <laughs> um, but it wasn't always like that for me personally. Um, so I, well, we'll keep it on the relationship status. So I was single since the moment I was born, obviously, um, from zero to 24 years old, um, completely single the entire time. From zero to 24. 24 years old. I was, I didn't have a boyfriend. Bryson is my first boyfriend. Um, that's the way I wanted it. Um, but it wasn't easy to get there, but that, I mean, Single to your 24 means you didn't have a boyfriend in high school. I didn't have a boyfriend in college. And I started dating Bryson my very last semester of grad school. Wow. Um, so, yeah, some people are like, yeah, you can't talk about singleness because you're in a happy <laughs> right. relationship. It's like, I know the struggle, girl. I was there until yeah. 24. So, yeah. yeah. So, okay, let's backtrack. Mm-hmm. So, um, you didn't have a boyfriend in high school, which I guess now is like, that's not a thing, right? Like everyone's yeah, dating in yeah. high school. I feel like it starts since middle school. Yeah. So for me, I had, I mean, I had guys I talked to, right. but I never had a real boyfriend. I never yeah. went out on dates. Yeah. I never did any of that until Ricky. Awesome. Um, so kind of in the same boat, similar to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have like guys I was like in those like high school relationships with right. or like even a middle, no, not too much in middle school more in high school. Yeah. Um, but never anything serious, never dating anyone. Right. Um, so, but for you, I think it's a little even different from that because in high school you weren't really involved with any Mm-mm. guy. Mm-mm. Um, so maybe, maybe why was that? Um, yeah. and what was that like for you? Because I don't think a lot of girls even go through that of like not talking to anyone um in middle school high school yeah um so definitely a lot of credit to my parents and how my parents raised me and they were never like 
obviously they told me, hey, probably don't be in a relationship. But it was never a thing like, don't have a boyfriend or you're like, you're going to get kicked out of the house. It was never aggressive like that. My parents really explained to me what the purpose of dating was. Mm. And that when you start dating somebody, it's because you're ready to get married. Mm. And they're like, dating somebody is dating them to meet them to see if you want to marry them and spend the rest of your life together. And obviously in high school, like... Most of us are not ready to get married, or at least for me, like, I knew I was going to keep studying after high school. I was going to go to college, and I, like, I knew I wasn't going to have, like, any way possible to marry somebody. So it's something that I just, like, my parents taught me what the what the meaning of dating was, and so I genuinely was not interested. Yeah. Like, obviously, it is hard to, like, see everyone else around you and be like, oh, my gosh, everybody has, like, their cute boyfriend and <laughs> right. girlfriend and stuff. Right. But it's, like, when you look, like, when you kind of zoom out of the picture, it's just, like, you just have them to take the cute pictures or you have them to get, like, your spooky basket or your, Valenti- yeah. your Valentine's Day gift or something like that. But you don't have them for the purpose of a relationship, per se. It's yeah. just, like, to do all the things gotcha. with them. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And I think maybe that's why for some people, it's even hard to maybe want to stay single or be single because you're surrounded by culture and just like social media and everything that's promoting, you know, relationships, especially this month. And that's why I kind of were like, was happy we were going to be able to hit on this because um, a lot of relationship stuff is encouraged right now. Mm -hmm. Season of love, you know, Valentine's, we see all these dates, all these like cute relationships and stuff um but yeah if you're not really pursuing the partner with the intention of like hey you know I'm considering maybe um seeing you as a future partner for myself and that's Mm -hmm. why I want to date you the vision can get can be twisted and stay twisted like that until someone brings clarity to it it's true so I guess you kind of um hit on dating being you pursuing someone to see if they would be a good partner for Mm -hmm. marriage Mm -hmm. so is that what you would define dating as or maybe what's a definition that you have of dating yeah I think it's definitely that um just pursuing somebody and getting to know them for the purpose of marriage because if it's not for the purpose of marriage then things get twisted in every sense of the relationship because then we're not the priorities aren't the same and then people can get used and something like that because it's not something for forever. Like dating is the first step of forever or it should be. And sometimes it doesn't work out, but that's the goal that we should have in mind. And it's also like, I mean, it's a partnership with somebody where you know that like it's the beginning steps of supporting the rest of their lives and supporting their goals and supporting their dreams and building together. And obviously when we talk about like dating with the, with the Lord involved, the Lord becomes a center and you both pursue the Lord together and you encourage one another to have that relationship with the Lord. So definition of dating, I would say it's that the time to get to know each other before marriage or with the purpose of marriage. Yeah. So I guess you hit on your why, then that's why you mm-hmm. didn't date in high school because yeah. I mean, I don't. Who's be who's ready to marry in high school? You know, so I mean, some people, I guess, you know, but um, typically the average person isn't ready in high school to get married. So that would make sense then. Mm -hmm. Um, So how was that, or what was that like? How were your feelings um, in that season of just like, I guess maybe being surrounded by people who were dating or Mm -hmm. who tried 
dating and talking to guys, but like you refrained from that because yeah. of the intentions behind it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to lie and say it was easy. It was not easy. And I remember one time I got home from school and I just went to my parents and I started crying and I was like, it's hard. It's hard. Just, it's hard seeing everybody else a part of something that you feel like you're missing out on Mm. because it just becomes so normalized and you feel like you're missing out on something. Yeah. Um, But one of the things I've always told, like when I, when I'm part of like youth groups and stuff, one of the things I've always told like younger girls is that you're not missing out on anything in high school just because you're not dating. Like a lot of people see it almost like a developmental milestone. Like you have to date, you have to have a boyfriend. If not, like you're not becoming a woman or you're not like, you don't know anything about it. Right. It's like this milestone that you have to hit, but you really do not. Like I promise it's you'll be better for it if you don't. Yeah. Because I feel like it's only like a milestone of heartbreak or you Oof. like go through heartbreak, you go through deception, you feel backstabbed at yeah. some point in in like high school relationships. So, I mean, yeah. I think that's definitely true because I seriously talked to two guys um, and I don't know. Yes, it, it, I don't know. It like, once you already are starting to talk to someone and get to know them as a couple or mm-hmm. relationship pursuing way, um, I don't know. It, it does leave you with heartbreak. Cause I remember yeah. even thinking, cause I had the mentality of like, I would love to be a high school sweetheart. And I was set on that for so long. Mm-hmm. And so even when I was talking to someone who originally he wasn't in the church, um, but he started going to church more because he was talking to me mm. and yeah, <laughs> don't do that. Sisters. You cannot change a man. Only the Lord can change a man. Yes. And that's if he wants change. Yes. So Anyways, I'm not going to get my soapbox on that. <laughs> Go off. <laughs> and I remember my dad was definitely like, he he asked my dad for my number. And my dad was like, you're not getting her number. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't mm-hmm. have her number. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was just one of those things where uh, I wanted to talk with him. I wanted to, like, you know, see if we could be a thing. Right. And uh, in the end, I ended up getting hurt, you know. Yeah. And then I didn't want to go through that again. And I talked to, there was one more guy after that, um, and we were young. I was like 16, 17, um, and again, I was caught up in this mentality of like, oh my goodness, we could be high school sweethearts, and I don't know why, I just, I wanted, the, I, I knew I was going to be a person that got married young, and I just, it was a desire of my heart, and I, I prayed for that. I don't know. It was a desire. And I know the Lord says to pray whatever yeah, your yeah. desires and he'll make it happen. And yeah. that was just something that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that the Lord was going to like craft a good wife-ness in me. Yeah. And um, again, I got hurt. And, yeah. you know, you kind of like carry those things. And I remember after that, I was like, okay, that's my sign. Like, I'm not dating. <laughs> I'm not talking to anyone. Like nothing. Yeah. And then it was like a whole year and a few months after that. Um, and then that's when I met Ricky. Mm -hmm. Um, but I remember going through hurt, um, through those things. Yes. It was kind of good in a way that like just with talking with them and getting to know them like at church events or at like family cookouts and stuff like that. Like I picked up stuff like, Hey, I don't really want that in my Mm -hmm. future marriage. Like, I don't want that in my future relationships or that's not a green flag. That's a red flag, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. 
Yeah. I think it can be much more um, preventative of heartbreak or like uh, we can be more cautious of our hearts when we're very selective on who we let in, yes. even when that comes to relationships, which I don't think yeah. is something that's encouraged today. It's more like try everything out there. There's so many fishes in the sea and mm. then pick what you like. Yeah, you which know? is so dangerous. And I feel like that's one of the things that's so common now is like you have to date multiple people so you figure out what you like and don't like. Yeah. But you can do that just by talking to somebody. Like yeah. you can do that through conversations. Like you don't need to invest your whole entire heart into somebody and get hurt just to figure out that you didn't like that. Yeah. Like to me, I'm like, well, first take it to the Bible. Like what does the Bible say a relationship to be? Like what does the Bible say that your husband or your wife should look like? And there you already have your first list of what you shouldn't like. Right. And then you can get to know people by talking and like conversations, which is, I mean, that's, I feel like the proper process is like get to know somebody by talking first and like have conversations yeah. like where like deep stuff, like start off with the deep stuff. Like some mm -hmm. people don't even hit deep stuff till they start dating, Oof. but it's like hit the deep stuff first and then find out if that person is worth pursuing a future with, yeah. which I think is one of the big things that helped me stay single for a long time or until I met the right person because like if you don't start off with those conversations, like you can hop into a relationship and then realize too far down the line that, hey, you don't want the same things I do. Mm. Uh, your relationship with the Lord isn't what I thought it was. Mm. Our goals don't line up. And then it's too It's not too late. But your heart has already invested so much. Yeah. You've already poured out so much into that person. So much time. Yeah. yeah. And then you're just hurting yeah. both people. You're hurting both parties yeah. by then ripping it at that point. But if you go in with the mindset of like, hey, I want to get to know this person. Like, I'm interested, but I want to get to know you deeply first. Yeah. And if your goals don't line up, if your relationship with the Lord doesn't match where they're not pursuing the Lord in the way you're pursuing the Lord, then say, hey, here's the line. Yeah. See you later. And why should we, Steph? Because I know that there's maybe some people that don't know or don't understand the concept of like, hey, we're not on the same page about things spiritually. Um, he doesn't believe the same things I believe in. Mm -hmm. Why should we not pursue those relationships um, as, as like, yeah, as a couple? Why yeah. should we not? Yeah, I mean, well, as a person who stands firmly with the Lord, like, it's ultimately each person's decision because I feel like if we're willing to waver on that kind of stuff or if we're willing to like compromise in that sense, then our relationship with the Lord is not priority. Mm. It's not taking priority the way that it should be because if it's priority and the, like the most important thing in my life that I'm not willing to compromise that. Yeah. And so if I am willing to compromise it, then that speaks to, Hey, my relationship with the Lord isn't where it should be for me either. Yeah. Um, and so as a person who like, I'm not going to compromise on that. Why? Because I mean, when we date, we think long, we should be thinking long-term. Like this is going to be my husband and this is going to be the father of my kids. Like, do I want my kids to be raised in this household where we struggle to go to church, where we struggle with what we, what we believe? And it's like this one decision is going to impact the rest of my life. Yeah. And so... I mean, 
some people do get married and like the wife was a Christian and then later on the husband do, does become a Christian and I believe the Lord works in people for sure. Um, but how awful, how awful were the first years of that marriage? Like yeah. I'm sure it wasn't easy. Yeah. Um, so I believe that the Lord does restore, but it's also of like, what kind of family do I want to build? Yeah. What kind of marriage do I want to have with this person? Because if they're not there with the Lord, then the Lord isn't going to be the center of our marriage yeah. because I can try to keep it the center, but they're not. Right. Yeah. So then it'll just be one person, one sided yeah. and yeah. it takes two to tango. Like they yeah, say, like yeah. both parties need to be pursuing that for it to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think that was a great point that you were hitting on. And, um, earlier you were speaking or just right now you were speaking on, um, being open in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so that way you know right away what the other person is wanting, mm-hmm. what their beliefs are, what their goals are. Yeah. And um, I think I can back that up 100% because I remember when me and Ricky were talking, we weren't dating yet. We hit this like um, spot where we were talking about all of our past situations Mm -hmm. and just being transparent about everything with each other. And I feel like that brought so much peace because Mm -hmm. we had a genuine conversation about like, Hey, this is what my life has looked like. Transparent, ugly and beautiful. However Mm -hmm. it is, here's what it looks like. Here's what my beliefs are. Here's Mm -hmm. what my goals are, personal, spiritual, career wise. Um, and I think that's what brought us so close was because I trusted him so much more for that Mm -hmm. because I had never really had that where you like had that sincere and open, transparent talk Mm -hmm. and just uncover everything about your life with someone else. I mean, you don't want to share your whole life with someone, someone that isn't going to be in your life for an invite, like to be an investment in your life. Like that person's not going to be in my life long term. Why would I want to share my whole life with them? Yeah. Um, and to me, that was just so beautiful and so important. And it helped me to like want that relationship to work even more and to like oh, yeah. really pray about those things mm-hmm. and um, that God would just continue to help us build trust. But just that talk alone of the moment of transparency and just being honest and yeah. being open really, um, I think it really just pushes the people, the couple closer together um, and allows space for for trust, yes. which is really important in any relationship. Definitely, definitely. And I, I mean, honestly, that's the truth because, I mean, one of the things that when me and Bryson first started talking, like Bryson had come from previous relationships that hadn't worked out and stuff. And so one of the things that he first told me, he's like, you're like not shy to talk about anything. Like, he's like, you're just straight to the point. And I'm like, yeah, because if not, like, this isn't going to work. Like, we have to talk about like, what does your relationship with the Lord look like? What are your goals for the future? Because even just like, I mean, our relationships with the Lord could be great, but he wants to move to like China and I don't. (laughs) And so like, that's going to be a deal breaker. So like, there's so many things that play a role. Right. And so like, I feel like honestly, that was one of the reasons why I stayed single for so long was because I knew exactly 
the person that I wanted in my life. Yeah. And not like a superficial level. Like there's so many things I didn't expect out of like, hey, I didn't think I would be in a relationship with this person. But I knew like certain for sures. Like I want this person to have a strong relationship with the Lord. I want them to be like going into ministry too because I want to go into ministry and Mm. like I want us to minister together. Yeah. And like that's vital because if the other person like doesn't even – back you up in ministry then it's like oof my life just fell apart yeah um and then goals like career-wise like I want to build a family I don't want you to be gone all the time I don't want like my husband to have a career that he's never around yeah so all those things are like big deals that I don't want to hop into a relationship without knowing that yeah so I think those deep talks and even like you were saying like about our past because that plays a big role and like it kind of plays a big role mentally and emotionally that sometimes we don't even know until we like start going into it. Right. But it's, it's, I feel like it's vital to be aware of that. Like, Hey, my person had this past that really hurt them or they went through this and it impacted them in this way. Yeah. And they can be healing and they could have like the Lord could have done a work in them, but that doesn't mean that certain things still exist. Like Mm. there could still be triggers. There could still be like traumas. Right. And it's like, I like, we had that conversation and we weren't even dating yet. And I'm like, you have to know that stuff because like I could say something that totally upsets him (laughs) and I would have no idea why until he tells me the story, until he tells me his backstory. So like, do not be afraid to dive into those deep conversations with the person that you're pursuing. And I think that's a big sign from the Lord. Like if they're willing to dive into that conversation with you, because then as you were saying, then you know, like, Hey, this person actually, wants to see a future with me because they're willing to dive into this with me. Yeah, that's beautiful. I think he's worded that wonderfully because, um, you know, not everyone's past looks the same. And so when you're getting to know someone, um, if you don't know the things, like you're saying, if you don't know the things that they've been through, you might not understand even maybe why they perceive some things differently than you do. So then you're dating and you're like, wait, what did he just say? Like, Hmm. wonder why he thinks like that. Yeah. Like, you don't know the story, sis. Yeah. Like, get exactly. to know him. Exactly. Like, his heart, his past, his drives, his yeah. failures, his mm-hmm. insecurities because of things that have happened. Like, Definitely. get to know those things because then you're getting to know that real person. Yes. Not just the cute, dress up, mm-hmm. let's go on a date mm-hmm. guy. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is a thing because, especially nowadays, it's just like, whatever looks attractive to a person, like they're going after it. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it's like, you know, we should really dig deeper and see with that person, their heart and like their life. And so we can understand them and know how to love them and get to know them correctly. Yes. Everyone needs it differently. Yeah. Yeah. And I think part of, part of that singleness journey or that singleness single season is being is learning how to be that person for your future husband or for your future wife because like we can't step into a relationship if we haven't fulfilled our hearts yet if that makes sense like I can't understand Bryson if I haven't learned how to forgive if I haven't learned mm. how to feel loved from the Lord, mm. because then if he's going through stuff, <laughs> hi baby, <laughs> there's a little cute puppy right here. Yeah. Um, Sorry if you guys hear like crying or barking. We have a two seven weeks in my house right now. Seven week puppies. So they're, so they're kind of whiny. <laughs> yeah. They're so cute though. Um, but yeah, like 
during that single time, you learn how to be the person for your future spouse or husband. Because, like, especially us girls, we're like, I want my husband to be so strong in the Lord. I want my husband to love God more than he loves me. I want my husband to be a hard worker, to be patient, to be kind. But then it's like, am I the wife that that type of husband would deserve? Mm. Like, am I that wife that has pursued the Lord heavily, have built my relationship with him? Am I the wife that's going to be patient the way that he's going to be patient with me? Can I forgive him the way I want him to forgive me? And I feel like we only build that while we're single because Mm. we cannot, we cannot, we do become better people in marriage, but a lot of us has to be already fulfilled so that we can build each other up because if not, we're just like consuming each other and not building yeah because i have so many broken parts of me you have so many broken parts of you and it's like if we're in like if we're in a relationship with two people that are broken then we can't build up we're just tearing each other apart trying to put ourselves together so i feel like that's a huge part of singleness is preparing for that dream person that you want yeah because that dream person also is going to want the same thing from us or from you and so if we're not that person then we can't be in that relationship I love that that's so true I mean honestly I remember and I kind of touched on this with Grace but um before Ricky and that whole year and whatever months it was of being single and like not talking to anyone or whatever Mm -hmm. um I feel like me focusing on the Lord and just like completely digging into his word and just learning things and just being in communion with the Holy Spirit and Jesus. And, um, all those things I think are what like built my character to even be ready for when I met Ricky to be his partner and then, then be ready to be a wife. And even like, everyone's like, well, I remember some people telling me you're so young, you're not ready to be a wife. And I'm like, who was ever ready for that big transition? Yeah, that's true. Like, how can you know? Like, I am ready. Like, mm-hmm. I can be the best cook. I can be the best cleaner yeah. of the house and still not know how to be a ready wife yeah. for my husband. That's and true. I honestly think if anyone's, like, struggling with that idea of, like, am I even ready for my partner? Like, to, like, ask yourself, like, how's my relationship with the Lord? Yeah. Because, honestly, as long as you have the Lord fresh in your life and you are yes. constantly in prayer with him and reading his word, he is going to show you and he's yeah. going to be the one that's preparing your heart along the way yes. and showing you, you know, how to be better in the areas that you're not there yet yeah and then you go growing and as the lord shows you and leads you you become what is called ready i guess yeah yeah (laughs) you know yeah definitely and i mean if you're leaning on the lord like god will bring them when you are ready so like we may think that we're ready maybe too early and that person doesn't come around until we're ready yeah like god always will if we're seeking him and we're seeking for his will, God will bring that person when you, when he knows that you're ready. Yeah. And I think, I think that's huge because I mean, I feel like I got, like I was single, single, single. And then I got to like end of college, grad school. And I was like, God, I'm ready. Like, where's the person <laughs> at? I'm ready. Like I've been ready. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. I, I wasn't, yeah. there were things about me that I still needed to fulfill. Like, and 
I was single through COVID and like COVID hit. And that's when my relationship with the Lord like grew exponentially, exponentially. And I think I needed that before I stepped into a relationship. Like I needed my relationship with the Lord to be here (laughs) so that I could like walk into this feeling secure from the Lord and knowing that this was God's will. Because that was one of the things that while I was single, I didn't want to mess up. I didn't want to date the wrong person. And I was, I was, that was my biggest prayer forever. I was like, God, make this work out if you wanted to. Like, if this is my husband, like I stepped in, like whenever I felt like I had a thing for a guy, I was like, if this is my husband, (laughs) like make it work out. But if he's not my husband, I don't even want to touch it. Like, I don't even want to touch it because I was, I was, I want to do God's will because I know that if I don't, it's going to be tragic. But if I do, it's going to be beautiful. So just if I didn't have my relationship with the Lord at a hundred, I mean, we're never at a hundred, but like (laughs) if I wasn't there with the Lord, I probably would have like not heard his voice or like stepped into a wrong relationship or not stepped into the right one just because I wasn't listening to God. Yeah. But I think that like, like you were saying, like that relationship with Lord makes or breaks it. Yeah. And it has like, I was going to, Oh, I found, I was reading a Bible verse about this because I was like, somebody told it to me when I was single and I used it forever because I was like, yes, this is it. Um, but it's 1 Corinthians 7, 32 to 35. And it says, um, I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord and how to please the Lord. But the married man is anxious about worldly things, how to please his wife. And then his interests are divided. And the unmarried or betrothed, betrothed woman is anxious about the things of the Lord and how to be holy in body and spirit. But the married woman is anxious about worldly things, how to please your husband and I say this to benefit for your own benefit not to lay any restraints upon you but to promote good order which I think is amazing because like when we're single we have that full like full space and empty agenda to just be with the Lord and then when you get into a relationship then obviously yes like you're there to support your husband you're there to be there with him but it's already coming from this space of being fulfilled with the Lord. Mm. And after being in the relationship with the Lord, where I learned how to feel completely loved, where I learned how to feel completely at peace. And then I step into a relationship where it's not his job to keep me happy because he can't fully do that. He can make me feel loved and he can make me feel happy, but he can't fulfill my joy. Like only the Lord can do that. And he can't be my peace because he physically can't like he's gonna have bad days and if he has a bad day then I'm just down the drain (laughs) like it can't be that way yeah and so I think that's why it's so vital and I think the Lord established it like that like when you're single your mind is open for me and I'm gonna fill you so that when you step into a relationship there's no there's less struggle Because you are loved by the Lord and my husband will love me the best that he can, but he's human and he's going to have bad days. He's going to have days where he's upset and I'm going to love him on those days. Mm -hmm. But if I am fulfilled by the Lord, then that's not a problem. Yeah. No, I think, and what Stephanie is sharing, I, 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 she's a genuine person because I know her, but I know that even what she's sharing is genuine because 
even I remember having that same mentality. Like, if he's not going to be my husband, I don't want to date him. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want, and I remember, I think maybe because I talked to someone, it was like that fear of like, why do I want to meet someone's whole family? Why do I want to be a part of their life? And then it's only that short season that I'm hurt. And then I don't want to go through that. Like, I don't think that's how God wants it to be. If I'm not going to date him um, and marry him, I don't want to date him. Yeah, exactly. If I'm going to date him, I want to marry him. And that's why I, also there was other factors that played into it, but I had talked to Ricky for six months before we even dated. Yeah. And then we dated for nine, 10, 11 months, 10 months, I think, then mm-hmm. got engaged and then had short engagement and we got married. Yeah. Um, but it was like those six months, you know, we went through some hard stuff just with family and all these other things, but it was like that whole period, you know, we could have went separate ways. I just remember praying about it with him and then praying about it individually. Like God, like show me, show me what you want for me and give me confirmation. And I was specific in some confirmation Mm -hmm. and I received that And the enemy. Oh my goodness. He's alive. (laughs) He fought hard. And I remember feeling like my whole world is being torn apart, but it's like the Lord's sovereignty is just so good. And he's the one that gives us peace. But if you're going to find that try to find that peace in someone else. If I was going to be trying to find that peace in Ricky, it would have never been fulfilled. Mm-hmm. But because I had already went through that period of singleness and was able to feel his tangible presence of peace and love, yeah, I was able to know that, hey, he's not going to be the one that's going to bring me peace in this conflict. It's mm-hmm. the Lord. So I have yeah. to lean on the Lord, not yes. him. Yeah. And I feel like that brought a lot of healthy um overcoming when it comes to problems Mm -hmm. and um, just outside factors. The Lord was able to bring peace and bring um, just his perfect plan, which seems so imperfect to me. (laughs) But yeah, I think that what you're sharing on regarding, you know, just dwelling in that singleness Mm -hmm. to know what the Lord's love is, to know what the Lord's peace is, what his joy is. To know that before getting in a relationship is yeah. going to be the healthiest and most beautiful way of transforming to being Definitely. from being single to being in a relationship. Definitely, and it'll help in the long run when you know you are considering engagement or marriage, and you're having serious, more serious conflicts. You're not going to be relying on that person to be your peace. You're not going to be relying on that person to be your joy because, like you said, you've already relied on the Lord to be that for you. Mm-hmm. So you're going to redo that and allow him to be that for you which is the healthiest thing that we can do as humans yes for sure and I like what you were saying about like prayer being a huge part of that because like while you're single I mean you think about your relationship a lot even if like we don't want to it's like always on your mind like I wonder who that person is or like spending time with the Lord with the purpose of becoming like that future wife or that future husband. And I think prayer is a huge part of that journey. Like, yes, enjoy being single because it's not, it's not a season to to take for granted. Like it is your life. Yeah. Like that is your life in that moment. So don't, don't throw it away. Um, but if you're, if you find yourself thinking about your relationship, like pray about it continuously. And I don't think that's wrong Yeah. because when I first started talking to Bryson, we would 
run into each other a lot at CJ's and <laughs> we were both in school at the time. So I was studying there and then he, he started to go there to study. And so we would run into each other a lot. And every time if I went to CJ's and I saw his truck out there, I would stay in my car for a couple minutes and I would just pray. I was like, God, I really like this. I really like Bryson. I really like this boy. Um, but I don't even want to pursue it if it's not your will. So if this is your will, like, let us have the conversations that matter. Like, let us talk about you. Let us talk about worship. Like, let me feel peace with this. And I would sit outside and pray every time before I went to talk to him if I saw his truck out there. And I think that's huge because then when we officially started dating, we had a very simple conversation. He didn't, like, just come out and ask me. Like, we talked about our whole journey. And he said, I've been praying about this a lot. And then he asked me, and I said, I've been praying about this a lot. And I was like, I feel peace with this. What do you feel? And he's like, I feel peace with this too. And then we started dating. And I feel like that's the way it's supposed to be. Like prayer has to be a huge part of it. Because yeah. like whether we like it or not, we're always thinking about it when we're single. Yeah. Like, hey, I want to be in a relationship. So pray about it. Like pray about it continuously because that's... That's the only way we're going to make and it And then be prepared because the more you pray about it, the more the enemy is going to want to fight you on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and it, it, I remember I got so much to a point where I'm like, is this not even the Lord's will? Because I'm having so many outside attacks right now. Like, Lord, is this what you want or not? Because yeah. I'm praying to you and I feel you with me and I hear you and I feel you saying something. And then I'm getting a slap in the face. Like, mm-hmm. And then I had to like, really like, I'm like, God, like, what is this? And I remember I was just so still and I started laughing because I'm like, uh, there was this sermon I heard a long time ago and it was like, um, the people who pray are the people who get attacked the most. Why? Because the enemy wants to stop them from praying. Why does he want a prayer warrior? And I started laughing and I'm like, enemy, you have no place here. Like the Lord is the one who directs my life. The Lord is the one who directs my path and I believe in him and I trust in him. And then it's something about faith. You just have faith in the Lord. And I think that's what really helped me because it can get so discouraging when you're faced with challenges and you know that the enemy is just up against you and you're Mm -hmm. like, you're not going to have this, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, I remember just so many challenges and I had to continuously remind myself, like, you know, the Lord's got my back. Yeah. I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. He wants what's best for me. So let me continue to have faith in him and pray about it. And let me continue to seek his presence. And it's like enemy, (laughs) you have no place here, like be gone. And it's like that constant battle of just like giving the Lord his spot, giving the Lord his spot and fighting off the enemy because he's going to fight harder when you are praying and fighting spiritually with the Lord. Definitely. Um, Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's huge because I feel like too, one of the things that like stuff like that, other external factors start to come in and you're like, oh, dang, like what if this is preventing me from like meeting my husband? What if this is preventing me from meeting my wife? And I think that was a huge fear for me because I was like, what if I'm just like not in the right place? Like I'm not meeting this person. What if it's just because I'm not in the right place? Mm. What if it's because I have to move? What if Mm. it's because I'm not doing this? And one of the things that somebody told me was that you cannot mess up God's plan. 
Like, who are we to think that we could mess up God's plan? And nothing can get in the way of God's plan. Mm -hmm. Like, God's plan will be executed in the end, Mm -hmm. whether we like it or not. Mm -hmm. And if we're leaning on the Lord, like, nothing is going to get in the way of that. So that was huge for me because I was like, Sherman's such a small town. Like, what if I just have to move? Like, what if he's not even here? Yeah. And so, like... Somebody told me that. I was like, you cannot mess up God's plan and God's going to make it happen however he needs to make it happen. Like if your man is in like the across the universe and God needs to bring him on a plane and drop him in front of you, he will. But it's never it's we can. Who are we to think that like, oh, I need to do this so that God can make it happen. Mm. Like God is God. Yeah. And I am nothing. Yeah. Like God will make it happen with or without yeah, me. Yeah. Like in the end, he's going to make sure his plans come to fulfillment. Yes. And that's scripture. He tells us, you know, that his work is never going to be finished in us yeah. because he completes the good thing. Exactly. Um, and if we trust in him, he says, I know the plans that I have for you, mm-hmm. Jeremiah, yeah. you know, like yeah. it's there. Mm-hmm. And I think if we're walking in him and if we're truly Christians and are being, you know, faithful to him, no, no matter the path you go on, he's still directing it. Exactly. You know, yeah. I know it can be like some people are like, but there's so many different people. What mm-hmm. if you're in the, you know, what if you just marry the wrong person? Mm-hmm. You know, what if you go in the wrong relationship? It's like, the Lord's going to be in that with you. So what is really wrong? You know, yeah. because if you're trusting the Lord, he's the one that's going to be directing you. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's what can cause a lot of anxiousness and worry sometimes mm-hmm. Um, is like, is this the right thing? Is this the wrong thing? And it's like, yeah. trust in the Lord. He's going to yes. guide you. He's going to show you. Yeah. Pray about it. He really Prayer is. is the key. <laughs> yes. Yes. He will show you. Like he is faithful to show you and I think that's one of the big things for me because like as I was saying I was so scared yeah like what if I'm not doing God's will like I need to do God's will and the Lord honors that desire like God's not gonna leave you up in the air if you're like my whole heart like I just want to do the right thing I want to do what your will is and the Lord honors that he's not gonna leave you up hanging yeah so earlier you were saying how like you believe that in your trend in your season of singleness Mm -hmm. that that was like meant for you to develop the qualities and the relationship with the Lord that you needed to enter be ready when you were going to enter into relationship so what do you think that the gift of singleness means Mm because Paul says it in scripture and he speaks on singleness and he says that it is a gift and he says i recommend you to i'm paraphrasing i recommend you to stay single yeah yeah but if you cannot refuse other (laughs) other people then get married and be married yes but there is a gift of singleness what is that what is the gift of singleness what does it mean yeah um so it really it's a gift because it's just you and God. Mm-hmm. Like it is a time where you and the Lord can grow because like us and us and God is a relationship. Yeah. And so if we have another second relationship, then obviously that's going to take some time away that I could be spending with me and the Lord. Yeah. And so I think that's a gift because we can grow with the Lord and we can blossom in the Lord and there's some like we've been talking about like we just get to experience that full love from God like not human love like not love that's been correct corrupted like love without a second agenda like that's the love that we get from the Lord and it just pours all day in us and I think that's that's why it's a gift 
And we don't, I think like the way that Paul describes it, it's like, well, if you can't say no to this (laughs) desire that you have for somebody, then get married. But if you can be single forever, it's a gift because you didn't even need that external thing. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't need that attachment with somebody. All you needed was the Lord and the Lord, the real relationship with the Lord was enough to get you through all of life basically. Um, but like a lot of us are not called to singleness forever (laughs) and we long for that person, but being single is that gift where it's just you and God. And like I was saying before, like singleness is part of your life. Like it's not just like a stone that you have to hop over to get to married life. Mm. Like it's not just this like phase that I just need to push through until I find my person. Like the time that we're single, it's part of my life. It's part of my story. It's part of who I was. So it's not, it's not right for me to throw that season away and say, God, like you gave me the season of singleness. Like, how dare you? How could you make me single? Like God gave me this sing this season and it's for a reason. Like there is something for me to discover in the single of season of singleness and I can't just throw it away. Yeah. Because that's like a that's like offending the Lord. Right. <laughs> like the Lord put you in this space. So what find find what you have to discover in that time. Like find what God wants to teach you. Find what you have to grow in as a human being. Like discover your passions. Discover yeah. the gifts that the Lord gave you that you may not have known if you're giving your life to somebody else. And like those are those are things that only happen when we're single we only get that time with the lord like that when we're single we can only pursue our callings and our passions and our desires like that when we're single so it is a gift it really is a gift if we don't try to throw it away yeah so maybe what advice then could you give to people who don't feel like being single is a gift but they feel like it's a curse yeah (laughs) what would you say Uh, i definitely don't throw it away Because God wants to teach us something in every season. And throwing it away would be wasting part of your life story. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there's purpose in it. And I know, I know that it's not easy when everybody else around you is in a relationship. But take it as a time to learn and as a time to grow. Because, like, if you're not happy single, then you will not be happy in a relationship. I can promise you that because being happy single is where you are fulfilled by the Lord and then you can be happy with somebody else too. But if we're unhappy single and we're not fulfilled single, the person, the human that you're going to be in a relationship with will not fulfill that. So I think that's one of the things that the Lord taught me too. Like when people say he'll come when you least expect it. In reality, (laughs) it's he'll come when you're happiest single. Because that's when, yeah, because that's when you're ready. Yeah. That like he came when I was happiest being single. Yeah. I remember being like, I'm not looking for a relationship. Are you looking for a relationship? Because that's not it for me. And I have the messages to this day. He's like, no, I actually am not looking for a relationship. Uh, That's not in my intentions and it's not in my list right now. I said, Mm -hmm. cool. And then of course, three months later, here we are. (laughs) It changed. Yeah. But you know, like it's 
that that's true. Yeah. I was not, true. did not want a relationship. Mm-hmm. I was happy yes. being single and pursuing the Lord yes. and speaking with young adults and yes. you know, doing all those things. Yeah. And that's, that's when he comes because yeah. if not, then we're never going to be fulfilled because he's a human. She's a yeah. human. She cannot, or he cannot fulfill everything in your life. So I think that's like, that's the season to, to do everything you wanted to do because when you go into a relationship like y'all you're gonna build each other up and you're gonna work with each other's goals but when you can't just focus on yourself yeah but when you're single like pursue all of those things yeah like pursue your relationship with the lord obviously like we've been talking about but pursue your passions pursue your careers pursue everything that you wanted to yeah until you meet that person right when you're happy by yourself is when you'll meet that person. Yes, yes. So how did you keep from comparing your personal single stage to peers that were in relationship and social media and culture? Mm, that's hard. Yeah. Because I know really you were in it for a long period until yeah. you were 24 years old. And right now, I don't know what, I should have looked up what the average, what the <laughs> average age is of marriage in Texas. I'm not sure what it is or even in the United States, but I'm pretty sure it's Maybe around 24, right? Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe a little bit later now. But You like, think so? Well, yeah. yeah a lot of people starts are holding off relationships, now. though, the start of a relationship is super young. Yeah, Super young. Yes. So how um, did you keep from comparing yeah. your life to those? I think you shared briefly on this earlier, mm-hmm. but uh, a little deeper, I guess, or more... Um, if you want to share on that. Yeah. Well, definitely, like we said, being fulfilled in the Lord is one big way. And then also, like, surrounding yourself with people who are in the same stage of life as you is also really important. People. Yes. Yeah. So, obviously, I had friends who were, who were in relationships and amazing friends. Like, I love them. And I love to spend time with them. Like, I didn't mind third wheeling. I really didn't. <laughs> I would third wheel all the time. But it was nice to have girlfriends that were also single that we could talk about, talk about it because sometimes it's hard. Sometimes waiting is hard, but having those people that understand you and want to go do stuff with you, um, is important because I think that was one of the biggest things for me was comparing myself in the sense that like, Hey, like they get to go to Dallas and go do all this cute stuff because they have that other person with them. And it's like your best friend, like connected to you where you can do everything together (laughs) so that was like my biggest problem was that I can't go do this cute stuff because I don't have a person but having a friend that you can do that with is it kills it because like you get to go to the pumpkin patch you get to go to like the Texas tulips and I I don't know all the cute (laughs) stuff with your friend yeah best friend friend. and then like you're not missing anything you're really not so just like acknowledging the fact that you're not missing anything is a big thing too. Like I can do that with my friends. Yeah. I can go have a good time with my friends and I'm not missing anything. Like obviously this person, like my friends are in relationships and that's cool and I'm going to support them a hundred percent, but I'm happy. Yeah. Like I'm happy with where I am. So finding those reasons to be happy is huge too. Like finding the reasons that you have that this season is just as good is my friends in a relationship. Mm. Like this season is just as good as their season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that you're hitting on, um, you're not missing out on anything. Definitely. You know, because reality is when you're getting pressured with social media and culture and your peers, um, you feel like you're missing out because you're not getting to experience something that they are. Yeah. You know, but 
when you are setting your mind on long-term wise and like spiritually on the Lord, what does the Lord want? Mm -hmm. It makes sense that you're not missing out on anything because it's going to come in its due time. It will for sure. So how were you able to trust in the Lord's sovereignty Mm -hmm. in that you would have a good boyfriend that would become your spouse throughout this whole time? Yeah. One of the things that I did that some people don't agree with, but I think it's an amazing tool is I made a list and I presented that list to the Lord. I made a list of everything that I wanted my future husband to be like even the details, like put the details in because that served as a huge confirmation for me because I made that list and I presented it to the Lord and I was like, God, this is what I want in my husband like, this is what I want. And then when he came around, he fulfilled everything that I had in my list. It was kind of crazy. But like, put down everything that you want spiritually in that person. Put down everything that you want, like goal wise, um, like future life wise. And even put down like physical things, like things that you think are attractive in a person. Yeah. Which are obviously, those were negotiable for me. I didn't really, I was like, ah, this is what I prefer. But like, (laughs) if you have something else, that's fine. Um, But God matched it. Like, thing for thing. I was like, I want him to have brown hair. I want some hazel eyes. I want him to be a worship leader. Like, those were my vain things. And he has brown eyes. I mean, green hazel eyes, brown hair, worship leader. And I was like, oh my gosh. But I think that's huge is having those like you were saying like confirmations from the lord yeah and yeah doing all those things in the waiting yes. where god this is what i want and i'm putting it in your hands and so i know that when you bring it it's going to be a perfect match and i'm going to know that it was you mm. because i couldn't have created that and so trusting that god's going to take the things that we've been praying for for a long time and he will bring it to fruition and just I mean other people's testimonies I feel like are a huge part of that like my thing was I want to have one boyfriend I want to date and marry that man I do not want anything else and so trusting that the Lord would do that was also like me leaning heavy on the Lord's direction and leaning heavily on the Lord's voice. And waiting. And waiting. On the Lord yes. For a while. Yes. Waiting. I think that's key. If you want that fairy tale dream relationship to be perfect, you have to be willing to wait. You have to be willing to wait because yeah. if not, I could have stepped into another relationship. I could have said yes to somebody's offer for a date. I could have said yes and I would have had a relationship. But it would have it would not have been the lord's will and i would have ended up broken and i didn't want that so just leaning on the lord heavy and trusting that he will do it because other people have seen it one of my biggest things was like i just don't feel like there's any good christian guys out here like they're few and far between i'm not going to lie sister right. they're few right. and far between right. but <laughs> i was like what if i don't get one 
But that doesn't make you're any like, sense. You're like, all the good guys are taken. Yes. They're already taken. Yes, so girl, what is it going to be for me? Girl, when mm. you get to 24 years old, they all got freaking <laughs> wedding, <laughs> wedding rings on them already. That was my biggest struggle. I was like, I'm not going to find one. There's no more left. But that doesn't make sense with the yeah. Lord. Yeah. The Lord's not going to be like, yeah, you get one and you don't. Like, girl, you're going to get one. Yeah. Like you've been praying for that. And your in this whole season life. that you're being single, God might be working in him yes. what he needs to be working through yes. on him so yes. that he can be ready for you. Yes. And that was definitely <laughs> so my story. So you can story. have a good guy. Yes. That's from the Lord. Yes. That was my story for sure because I was yeah. being prepared in the same way that he was being prepared. Mm. Like if I would have met Bryson like five or six years ago, mm. it wouldn't have worked out. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. but the Lord was preparing us individually yes. to be perfect for each other. And I think that's, that's huge because I mean, maybe you haven't met him yet, but he is out there. Yeah. Like that's one of the biggest pet peeves that I have is when girls are like, there's just not a good one for me. Like I have to settle for this guy and like bring him to church and make him better. Like no sister, no sister. Like then it's not the right time then it's not the right time. It may have been the right guy, but if he's not ready spiritually, it's not the right time. Yeah. Because I'm not going to make him better spiritually. Yeah. That was a huge thing for me too, was like, when you're a Christian girl, a lot of guys will like hit you up and then pretend their spiritual life is like a lot better than it is. Or they start to like make it seem like it's better so that you start dating them. And then you're like, yeah, well, I can give him a try because, you know, he's going to church now and da 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 yeah. But I mean, we all have discernment. The Lord blessed us all girls with discernment yeah. to know when a man's spiritual life is where it should be or where it's, it's not. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's huge. Yeah. Like, do not compromise. Like, do not settle. Do not settle in a relationship because that person, I mean, we're humans and we have flaws, but like, yeah. he leaves his shoes at the door versus he doesn't love God. Yeah. That's major. <laughs> like, there yeah. are certain flaws about a person that you could be like, you're human, I'm human, whatever. But like, if he doesn't love the Lord, he can't love you properly. Mm. He can't make a life with you. He mm -hmm. can't have a family with you. Mm -hmm. Y'all are going to fight all the time. You're going to want to go to church and he's not. You're going to want to save yourself for marriage and he's not. Yeah. Like all those things are huge. So yeah. it's not worth it to I settle. I remember thinking for a minute after I talked to the guy that was not in church before he met me. Um. I remember saying, God, the man I meet that I'm going to date and that I'm going to marry has to know and love you before he even meets me. Because I oh, know yeah. now that no guy that doesn't love the Lord before he even meets it. Well, I guess not no guy because some men are blessed and that the Lord transforms them and saves right, them. Right. Um, but majority, that doesn't happen. They don't know how to treat another woman, especially one Ooh, that yeah. serves the Lord, oh, how yeah. they should be treated, Yes. Um, how they should be talked to, yes. talked about. Yeah. Um, they don't know that because they yeah. don't know the Lord and love the Lord before yes. they meet. And that's that's an amazing point because I feel like a lot of people just think like, oh, he just won't want to go to church with me and that's fine. I can just not go to church. But it's like so many other things are affected yeah. when they don't love the Lord. Yeah. Like, 
like you were saying, they don't know how to treat you. Like they won't know how to argue. They won't know how to have disagreements with you. Yeah. Like being in a healthy relationship is not going to be a thing. Right. Like there's going to be so much toxicity because the Lord isn't the center of it. Yeah. Like there's going to be so many arguments, so many fights, so much disrespect that just wouldn't have been there if we both love the Lord. Yeah. No, yeah, because when you love the Lord, you strive to be Christ-like and you try to have the attributes, right? And naturally, when you are searching the Lord and you're reading his word, you're feeding yourself and you are going to produce fruits. Now, if I'm not doing that, I'm not going to be producing those fruits. Therefore, I'm not going to be patient. I'm not going to be kind. I'm not going to be love. I'm not going to be joy. Why? Because I don't have those fruits because I'm not searching the one who can produce exactly exactly yeah so mm, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen please do not settle for somebody that doesn't love the lord yeah because it's not worth it yeah it's really not worth it yes so then um you transitioned into being in a relationship Mm -hmm. with bryson Mm -hmm. now from my understanding bryson had a relationship right. um, before you. Yeah. So what was that like maybe? Because I know people who have never been in a relationship w- with someone, date someone who has been in relationships. Mm-hmm. How do you um, do that healthfully without comparing your past to the other mm. past of yeah. the other person? Yeah. Because I know even for me, that was a little bit of a struggle. You know, that person having a relationship or a past with someone else And then you waited all that time Mm -hmm. for that person. Yeah. And I mean, I think the first step to that is honesty and being honest with each other. And I think that was a huge green flag for me was that he was willing to tell me his whole story, like everything, like within weeks of meeting each other. Like we both like, okay, I kind of like you, you kind of like me. (laughs) Um, So he told me his whole story. And I think that's major Mm -hmm. because, I mean, sometimes it's not great to hear, but you know that that person was just honest with their whole past. And like, that was hard for them too. It was hard for them to tell you that story. And I think that's, that's a huge trust building moment Yes, where now like I trust you more, even though like, I know that you've had past relationships and that hurts me a little bit, but I trust you because you just told me everything about that. Mm. And I think that's, that's the huge first step. And then just, I mean, for me, it was like this moment of realization where the Lord wasn't the center of those past relationships. And now the Lord is going to be the center of this one. Mm. So it doesn't even compare Mm. like my relationship with him now can't even compare to past ones where the Lord wasn't the center. Like, this is a whole new dynamic. It's a whole new chapter. Like, we things can be compared. It's one of the things he told me that I still sticks in my head. He's like, things can be compared when they're slightly similar, but they can't be compared when they're totally different. Mm. And that stuck with me forever because I'm like, this is totally different. Like, the story that you start to build with this person Christ at the center is a totally different story than whatever they may have lived in the past. And it cannot be compared. Yeah. And I mean, we as girls sometimes tend to compare ourselves physically, Mm -hmm. which I think is a lie from the enemy. Mm -hmm. And that's not the Lord. Mm -hmm. So all of those moments of comparing ourselves physically and comparing ourselves in like what we offer and what we bring to the table, like that's the enemy. Like God brought 
us together for a reason and God is going to build this story for a reason. So like whoever was in the past is the past and what we're writing now is the future. And I, he is beautiful in my eyes and I'm beautiful in his eyes and that's all that matters. Yeah. It doesn't really matter who he did in the past. doesn't matter what they looked like. Nothing else matters besides the fact that this is our future. And I think that's what helped me the most is that this is a new story. Going back is worthless. Going back and thinking about the past is worthless, especially when it wasn't centered on the Lord. Yeah. Because there's only hurt there. Yeah. There's only hurt. There's lessons learned. Yes. And there's moving forward. Yes. But there's nothing of good there to remember. So it's just a new chapter that we're writing. I like that. Yeah, I know that for me, I think a key was like praying, you know, yeah. re and reminding myself that God is doing what he's doing now for a purpose and for yeah. a reason. Yeah. And so if he's calling me to be with this person who does have this certain past, it's for a reason. Yeah. And I have to learn how to just accept that and move forward. Yeah. But I guess especially now with how easy it is to compare yourself with everyone else it's sometimes can be and feel a little challenging because you're mm -hmm. like, am I enough? Like, you know, or like, yeah. you know, what, what if this, what if that? And it's like, stop all the what ifs, like yeah. focus on your future. Cause that's what you're building now. Exactly. And the Lord even says, um, when we ask for forgiveness and we repent that he takes those things and he casts it to the depths mm -hmm. of the sea, not mm -hmm. to be remembered again. Yeah. And it's like, I want to be like that. Yeah. I don't want to be holding someone's past against them. People Definitely. shouldn't be holding their past against me. Yeah. Who am I? Mm -hmm. Who am I to do that to someone else? Yeah. And Definitely. so I really like what you shared on that. Yeah. Yeah. And part of that season of singleness where you learn to just be sure in who you are and not in a, like a boastful way or anything, but being sure in who you are and your beauty and what you have from the Lord, when you step into a relationship, you are, hey, like, I have this to offer. Yeah. Like, I am fulfilled. Like, I am striving with the Lord. Like, I'm growing with the Lord. I'm beautiful in God's image. Yeah. And you stand in that. Not in a boastful way, but you're like, this is who I am. And like, She's good. She's good. <laughs> and so I think that's a huge thing, especially when like they've had other past relationships. Like you are you yeah. and you are standing with the Lord. Like you're striving. You're an amazing Christian woman. Like you're beautiful inside and out. And like, that's who you are. Not in a boastful way, but that's who the Lord made you to be. Yeah. And then Ricky came along and met the beautiful person that you are. And that's what you have to offer. And like, yeah. this is you standing. And so nothing else compares. Like yeah. nothing in the past compares. Yeah. Beautifully said stuff. Is there any other advice or tips you can give out there to our single men, single ladies um, who do in the future want a relationship, but it just hasn't came to them yet? Yeah. Is there any other tips or advice you would like to leave them with? Just, you know, live your best life with the Lord. Honestly, because those are moments that you're never going to get back. Like you will find your relationship. Know that for sure, that you've been praying about it. And that person will come, like we said, don't settle for anything less than what you've asked from the Lord. Yeah. And that person will come. But in the meantime, like enjoy that season. Find what God is teaching you in that season. Because it's not less. It's not a lesser season. It's not a less important season. It's 
equally as important as the rest of your life because it is a chapter in your life so enjoy it live it find what the lord is teaching you find those friendships find that community that maybe you wouldn't find when you're building your life with somebody else like find all the things that will make you better in that season that will make you a better person in that season and and live with the Lord. Live with the Lord because you'll need it when you step into a relationship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you will need it. Oh, yeah. You'll need the Lord's strength. You'll yes. need his patience. You'll need his joy. Yes. And Amen. <laughs> no, yeah. thank you so much, Steph. Um, so really, I my takeaway even from you is like, how to thrive in being single mm-hmm. is just to thrive in the Lord. Yeah. Thrive Definitely. in your relationship with him. Pursue him. Definitely. Let him mold you. Yeah. Don't focus on how long is it going to take mm-hmm. until I can find my person. Yeah. Just focus on, Lord, how can I make my relationship with you better? Yes. And then that way, my man also, throughout this time, he's being molded and prepared by the Lord as yes. well. Yes, yes. And know? don't talk down about your season of singleness. Mm-hmm. Like, don't talk down on it because our words are powerful. And so if we start to talk a bunch of crap about our season of singleness, like, we're hurting the Lord because he put me here. He's trying to teach me something. Yeah. And so live in that live in it rejoice in it live beautifully in it yeah Steph thank you so much for like sharing on this because I don't think a lot of people have that perspective Mm -hmm. and so because you have this perspective on the gift and the lovely season of singleness you're blessing so many other people Mm -hmm. who maybe because of social media and the world they feel really down right now Mm. being in this month of february filled Mm. with all these romantic stuff and they're single but hey now they can listen to this and feel re-energized and confident and being single because hey i'm living the best life because i'm living just with the lord right now you know it's me and him and that's my focus right now and that's okay because one one day one year in the month of February, I'm going to have somebody, but it's not this year and it's not right now. And that's (laughs) fine. And that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I feel like we have to remove that like negative connotation that singleness has. Like it is not a bad thing. Yes. And you're not missing out. You're not 110%. And one day you'll know what it is to have a relationship and you'll be ready and it'll be healthy and it'll be beautiful Yes, because you've taken this time to rejoice and sing Yes. And you will have a reason to thank the Lord. You'll have a, Mm. this, this testimony with the Lord. Like that is one of my biggest things that I thank the Lord now for is like, God, I prayed for this so many years and now I get to rejoice in your faithfulness. Now I say, thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. You get to reap what you sowed in your prayers. It will be worth it. Yes. Thank you so much. I love you and thank you for everything that you do and this testimony that you live out. I love how pure your heart is and I love how authentic and genuine you are. And I think that's why the Lord is just, he's like my faithful child. You have been so faithful and patient with me. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to cry. I'm going to bless you abundantly more with what you think that you deserve because you deserve so much, my princess. And that's what he wants for all of his daughters. That's what he wants for all of his sons. He wants the best thing for us. He wants to bless us with the best partner. But when we are impatient, when we talk down on the plans mm-hmm. and the seasons of the Lord, it breaks his heart yeah, because here really he does. is with this perfect plan for you, even though for us and in our eyes, it's so imperfect and like 
wasteful or mm-hmm. pr- purposefulness. He's like, no, it has so much purpose. Yes. It has so much purpose. Really and this does. is what it's for. Mm-hmm. And I want you to enjoy it and dwell in it. Yes. And we're like, no. And he's like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you will do it. <laughs> so yes, just thank you. Because I know you. that this is so wonderful for all of us ladies and for the gentlemen out there who are like, yeah. God, I want her. She ain't here yet. <laughs> you stay in that and you just pursue the Lord and the Lord's going to bless you because yes. of that. Amen. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Of course. It's an honor. And like I was telling you before we started, I was like, this is, this is something that's so beautiful to talk about because yes. it's just, it's an amazing time in our lives if we could only see it that way. And it's awesome that way that you're willing to dive into that and to talk yes. about that. So that's awesome. Of course. Of course. Well, thank you guys for joining and listening to this Thriving Thursday. Um, stay tuned for more episodes to come. Um, and make sure you go and follow our Instagram page at Thriving Thursday, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the things. Um, we love you. Stay blessed. And just enjoy this month of February. Yes. <laughs> 